Chapter 21 of Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years 1807-8. to This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dick Bourgeois-Doyle. Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years 1807-8, to by William Walker, Jr., Chapter 21. Charles Hatchett, Fellow of the Royal Society. Born January 2, 1765. Died March 10, 1847. Charles Hatchett was born in a house in Longacre, where his father carried on the business of a coachmaker. He was sent to school known by the name of Fontaines, situated in what was formerly called Marylebone Park, on leaving school, Mr. Hatchett continued to live for some time with his father, purposing to follow the same business. He, however, never took kindly to it, but spent the chief part of his time in pursuing books of science, or in attending lectures on scientific subjects. And his father, perceiving the bent of his inclination, made him a handsome allowance to enable him to prosecute his studies. An amusing story is told by the Reverend Mr. Lockwood, rector of Kingham, who was an intimate friend of Mr. Hatchett's, that one day he remembered asking Hatchett what first led him to turn his attention to the study of chemistry. He replied that he believed it was his love of raspberry jam. For when quite a boy, he used to accompany his mother to the storeroom, and on one occasion, while as usual in treating for some jam, she locked the door, and putting the key in her pocket, told him he might now get as much as he could. This somewhat nettled the lad, and settling his wits to work, he remembered having read of the power of certain acids to dissolve metals. Young Hatchet accordingly purchased what he thought would suit his purpose, and applying it to the lock of the cupboard, gained an entrance, and carried off in triumph the pot of jam. On the 24th of March, 1786, when just one and twenty, Mr. Hatchet married the only daughter of Mr. John Colick of St. Martin's Lane, and shortly afterwards, in the company of his wife, visited Russia and Poland, where they remained for nearly two years. On returning to England, Mr. Hatchett established himself in a house at Hammersmith, which he fitted with an excellent laboratory, so as to be able to pursue his chemical studies. On the 9th of March, 1807, he was elected into the Royal Society, his first paper having appeared in their transactions in 1796. It was entitled, An Analysis of the Corinthian Molybdate of Lead, with experiments on the molybdic acid, to which are added some experiments and observations on the decomposition of the sulfate of ammonia. This paper was followed by 15 others on various subjects, exhibiting the extent and research of his chemical investigations. In one of these, published in 1802, and entitled An Analysis of a Mineral Substance from North America Containing a Metal Unknown, Mr. Hatchett gives an account of his discovery of the metal columbium. During the latter portion of his life, Mr. Hatchett was often called upon committees whenever points of chemistry or other sciences were to be discussed. In 1818, he formed one of the commission, comprising amongst others Dr. Wollaston, Sir Joseph Banks, Sir William Congreve, Davies Gilbert and Company, appointed to authorize an inquiry into the best means of preventing the forgery of banknotes. He was also one of the chemists 
consisting of Brand, Hatchett, Wollaston, and Young, who met at Sir Joseph Banks' house to decide on the respective merits of Sir Humphrey Davy and George Stephenson in the matter of the safety lamp. Besides his scientific attainments, Hatchett possessed great conversational powers. He was good-humored, full of drollery, and never at fault for some jocular or pleasant story to amuse the company he might be with. At the Royal Society Club, of which he was a member, he was a great favorite, particularly with Sir Joseph Banks, who, after Dr. Johnson, used to call him a clubbable man. Sir John Barrow gives the following anecdote. That one day, at the club, Hatchet amused us with the story of a dream, which he prefaced by saying that although it was such stuff as dreams are made of, it still contained a reality in its conclusion which had very much distressed him. He dreamt that he had lost his way, but came to a dark and dismal-looking building, into which he passed through a forbidding sort of gate, opened by a black-looking porter, who closed it immediately after him. He walked on, and everywhere observed clumps of ill-looking people, skirmishing and fighting, while a little beyond were other groups, weeping and in great distress. Further on still were flames of fire. Beginning to think he got into a very bad place, he endeavored to retrace his steps and get out again, but the black doorkeeper refused to let him pass. A furious fight ensued, and he pummeled the negro-looking rascal, first with one fist and then with another. At length he was brought to his senses by a scream, which, to his dismay, proceeded from his poor wife, and he found that instead of pummeling the black doorkeeper, he had given Mrs. Hatchett a black eye. In 1809, Mr. Hatchett was elected one of the chosen few of the Literary Club, originally instituted by Dr. Johnson and Sir Joshua Reynolds, and on the death of Dr. Burney in 1829 was appointed to the chief official station of treasurer to the club. In 1810, he took up his residence at Bellevue House, Chelsea, where he continued for the remainder of his life which terminated in 1847, Mr. Hatchett having then attained the advanced age of 82. Sketches of the Royal Society and the Royal Society Club by Sir John Barrow, Baronet, Fellow of the Royal Society, London, 1849. End of chapter 21.